0: Welcome to the SLP Full Disclosure Podcast. Tune in for each episode to hear from experts in the field about new and informative topics in the world of speech-language pathology. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss a guest. And let's jump into this episode. Hello and welcome to SLP Full Disclosure. I am your host, Jennifer Martin, and joining me is my sustainably sourced food-eating sidekick, Jonathan Carey.
1: Hello. <laughs> that's a very specific one today.
0: <laughs> well, you're a very specific person. And I
1: that's that's very fair. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's probably the most true thing anyone's ever said about me.
0: <laughs> yes, and I continue to learn things about you. And you I mean, pardon the pun, but you gave me a lot of food for thought. Oh. And, uh, you see what I did there? After our conversation about your um, eating habits and how you may not be responsible in any other area of your life, but you are when it comes to where you choose to get your food from.
1: Yeah, that, that's fair. Yeah, I do eat very healthy compared to probably most people. So. But you know, but also you got to shake it up every now and again. Just go grab a pizza sometimes. Uh, that's your guilty pleasure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's my, uh, yeah, if I could just eat pizza all day. Yep. Then I'd have a big problem on my hands.
0: Well, I mean, but you, I would, I would question you if you had no, like if you never had a cheat day, cause you do, you, you exercise a lot, you eat really well, you are really responsible about where you get your food from. So if you weren't <laughs> devouring a pizza and then hating yourself later, I would not, I don't think we could speak to each other. That'd be a deal yeah, breaker.
1: That's, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. It's, uh. Yeah, sometimes you just got to throw down a whole large pizza by yourself. So.
0: <laughs> I know you do. But um,
1: hey, when you like, you know, do bike rides that you burn three to 4,000 calories, then I guess you can get away with it.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm burning that too. Like, what, in like two months? <laughs> so quit your bragging. <laughs> We're all doing I ain't that. I bragging. Just
1: telling. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, speaking of amazing food, so I was in DC, I went to ASHA and holy moly, for those of you that live in that area, I need to go back and just have a food tour because there were some (laughs) amazing restaurants there and just anything you could want is available. And um, so that was one fun thing is being able to eat all the amazing food in DC, but also being able to be back in person at ASHA.
1: Yeah. You got to tell everyone about your experience there.
0: Yeah. So I've been to ASHA a lot. And of course, last year, uh, we were not able to go because of COVID, but this year we're excited to go that it was, it was on site, but also there was a virtual offering and it was really different. It was, I mean, normally there's... Fifteen thousand people at ASHA, and I think there was a little bit over five thousand in person. So it did it sometimes feel like, did we come on the wrong date? <laughs> like, where is everybody?
1: That's yeah, so the the <laughs> uh, pre-party, you know. I so. <laughs> know
0: it was like, did did they purposefully give me the wrong date because they wanted to avoid seeing me? Probably, probably. But um, <laughs> but it was me and some other people then. At least so I wasn't alone, and it was good. I mean, so the the highlights were that there there's just a lot of, I think, positive, really good energy with new grads coming out. I know I feel I feel for them because they just went through this pandemic and didn't have like a normal graduate school experience. But with that being said, there was just a lot of, I feel like people have developed a lot of resilience during this time and and being able to adapt and be flexible, which if you can't if you don't have those characteristics to be in when working as a speech pathologist, it's really hard. So I feel like in some ways they're going to be armed with just some nice skills to start out with, but yeah, just a lot of excitement with them about getting started. And it's always fun to see people that are still fresh in the field and aren't, <laughs> aren't jaded. So, so that was really good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So do you have advice for any of those new grads that maybe had that more unique experience uh, through grad school, like if they're going to be starting, you know, into the profession soon?
0: Well, you know what I noticed too, is that I felt like in years past, it's where I was speaking with a lot of soon to be graduates that would say, no, I, this is what I want. I'm only going to work with this population. I'm only Mm going to do this. And that was a real noticeable shift this time is that I feel like there was a lot more of, you know what? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I might do this. I might do this. I'd be open to this. So I feel like that kind of lack of control is probably the best way to think of it that they had during their graduate school experience is actually going to help them as they enter the real world, because Mm -hmm. they just seem more open to, you know, I don't know what I, what I want to do, but I don't have to know right this second. And I don't, and what I do for that first experience for my clinical fellowship, isn't necessarily what I'm going to do for my whole career. So I noticed Mm -hmm. a very, that was an obvious shift in In their perception that I had not noticed in years past,
1: yeah, yeah, because I definitely know just from you know us talking to you know decent amount of new grads Mm -hmm. that people are pretty set in the you know especially in the you know whether they want to work in schools or they only want to work in like a snf Mm -hmm. or something like that they're pretty set in their ways but yeah I, I think it is important to. Try out different things because then you don't know if you're going to like it or not, you know, and it's like and you don't have to do it your whole career. So, um, so, yeah, that's definitely a big thing.
0: Yeah, it's. I mean, you know, I always have to take it back to a feeding therapy example, Jonathan, because yeah. you know everything <laughs> relates. Everything has some connection to feeding therapy <laughs> in life. <laughs> you just don't. You just have to sometimes work harder to make those connections. But it's what I used to tell kids is they'd say, "I don't want that. I don't like that," and it's maybe something they never had. I say that mm. may be your favorite food. What you are not willing to try may be, in fact, your favorite food. So it's the same thing. You may think you don't like that, but if you haven't done it, how do you know you don't like it? So yeah, so I would say that was an obvious shift. I also really felt a nice change with, I know that it's been a hot topic and a much needed discussion within the field of speech pathology that... It lacks diversity and it has for a long time. And so I feel like there was a noticeable shift in starting to figure out ways to not let that be, to increase diversity within this field because it's so important and, um, again, necessary. And it was, I spoke with this great group, which if anybody has not heard of them, I, this group, I, cause I hadn't, I had not previously, but it's a multicultural student leadership program and it's, um, within ASHA. And it's just this great group of, of students that are soon to be graduates or not soon to be. Some of them are have a a bit, but, um, but it was just a diverse group of future speech pathologists and they work with different leaders and get mentorship. And I just, it was really felt like such a good energy to be in that room with them. And just a lot of of it felt good to see that those changes are being made. And I know there's a long way to go, but it it was at least a nice start and felt like it was an obvious difference that I hadn't seen in years past. So that was, that was exciting too.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
0: So it was good. I would say it was, it was good. It was just nice to be with people again. And, and, um,
1: yeah. Not just virtual, like the last two years. <laughs> so
0: Yeah. It was just nice to have conversations and I forget what an interesting group that speech pathologists are. And there was just, it's, it's fascinating what you really kind of, and that was nice too, is that with it not being as crowded, I felt like I was able to really have some great conversations with people and not feel rushed And, um, yeah, it's just, it's really interesting how people decide they want to do this or different career paths. And so, I mean, it's, it's, it's an interesting group for sure. So now I think what we want to kind of talk on, talk about is that as we close out 2021, which I have been saying, (laughs) I give, I have been corrected many times and I've had to actually edit some of my Things that I've written because I keep saying, oh, starting in January 2021. It's like, oh my <laughs> gosh, it's not seriously, it's going to be 2022. I,
1: yeah, we're about to be in the future, you know.
0: <laughs> I can't believe it. It's crazy. Um, yeah, it
1: seems like we lost a year. So, <laughs> yeah,
0: it's insane. Um, which also, too, <laughs> something my kids said to me was, that I was, they were like, Bob, you're born in the 1900s. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that oh, was a, great. I, you know, I was like, what, what? No. Oh, they're right. Um, yeah. but yeah, as time goes on, it's like, it's,
1: I know, I'm thankful to have been born in the 1900s as well. So. <laughs>
0: i was like i wear that badge proudly so
1: it's crazy that kids (laughs) that were born in 2000 are now 21 drinking i
0: know it's crazy 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 so yeah but we i think i feel like we've we've done a lot of uh i feel like this has been a good year for slp full disclosure i thought i think we've we've had some great guests and some really interesting topics what do you think jonathan
1: yeah, I I would say the same. I mean, we recorded, uh, this is our like 23rd episode this year and definitely saw tons of growth, um, which mm-hmm. was great. And also we, yeah, this year we also started our, um, Instagram and YouTube channels mm-hmm. and those have been growing, um, so thanks everyone for following there. And if you're not already, uh, definitely follow us on Instagram at SLP full disclosure and uh, go subscribe to us on YouTube as well. So, um, but yeah, they, those channels have been working out great. And just also the audio only version, um, you know, vast majority of people still are audio only, which is cool too. So, you know, you got a lesson on your commute or things like that. So, um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We also had a lot of great, interesting episodes, interesting guests.
0: Yeah. And I talked to a lot of people at ASHA and that's what all of them said about their podcasts where I always listen to my drive. I listen to my drive. So mm-hmm. I think that's, yeah, I think that's probably the most common. Now, if you really, really want to make yourself seem that you are we're from born out not from the nineteen hundreds, but we're born in the nineteen hundreds. <laughs> You've appeared from the nineteen hundreds. Is there's something that you have to say when you're talking about the YouTube channel, Jonathan? What did what, what do people need to do?
1: Uh, smash the like button. <laughs>
0: smash that like button. Which yeah, I've heard it's... that's like out. Don't say that anymore. Is it? Yes, okay. it is. I
1: don't think we ever really said that. I, uh, yeah. I, I say like, that all
0: the time, and you tell me to stop saying that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Even when we're not even talking I about know, YouTube, you tell it. me to smash the like button. I'm like, what? Which like button?
0: <laughs> it's a metaphor. But. It's a metaphor. Yeah, and let me tell you like... how it connects to feeding therapy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: I, I think there's, uh, yeah, there's some people that do it a little too much in their videos and that it makes me actively not want to like their video, even if I like it. So it, just, it
0: makes you like... want to break the like button, Dis- <laughs> disassemble the like button. <laughs>
1: I'll, I'll unlike it, you know, so I'm like, don't, don't tell me what to do. <laughs>
0: pull, pull the Pull the plug out of the like button. Okay. All right. Enough with that. Okay. (laughs) I don't think
1: that's how it works. (laughs)
0: I'm from the 1900s. (laughs) Come on, work with me here. But so some of the topics, just if you were not um, listening to us for all of last year, which you should have been, but if you did not, there's still chance. And there were some great guests. I, I constantly learn. I feel like, That the more I talk to our amazing guests, I just, I learn something every single time and I'm, I'm better for it. I'm better for it.
1: Well, well, you do have a lot to learn. I do. I mean,
0: (laughs) (laughs) with that being said, I still, it's, it's helped me greatly. So We've talked to about standardized and informal assessments, um, parent coaching, behavior challenges, articulation, teletherapy, um, living and working abroad as an SLP, which still is like, Oh, one day, um, we got to talk with my amazing friends from grad school about what we all wish we knew when we were starting our clinical fellowship. So if you are about to start, go back and listen to that one, because I still, stand by. I wish I knew all those things. (laughs) Um, executive functioning, teletherapy resources, um, talked about autism, leadership skills for SLPs, tech ideas for onsite and teletherapy, um, establishing an international SLP nonprofit. Um, what else? Effective strategies we talked about for re-entry post-COVID. We are still not post-COVID, so we have to just take that post out. But continuing for the next ever how long re-entry strategies. Yeah,
1: hopefully it'll be post-COVID soon. I
0: know. I felt like we we shouldn't have said that. We shouldn't
1: have said that. (laughs) Maybe we jinxed it. We did. (laughs) It was us. We did it. Well, I was back in August. Things were looking pretty bright. I know. know, We felt so so. good then.
0: We just felt so good. Um, push in therapy ideas, unlocking the superpowers of preschoolers, working with Parkinson's disease, early intervention and play-based therapy and childhood apraxia of speech and dysarthria. So a huge range of topics. If when, when I'm thinking about it, that's crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was a ton. And yeah, just to highlight a few of those that, um, you know, had a lot of downloads and, and so people, you know, maybe a little bit more interested in was episode 44 um, with Tara Sumter for executive functioning and student success. Um, and then also episode 39, which is our articulation episode. Um, and then episode 43, um, which was, you know, what I wish I knew starting my clinical fellowship. Um, and so, yeah, so those were kind of three of our most popular ones this year. Uh, and yeah, so definitely encourage everyone to go back and, you know, listen to that. And also if you don't, maybe want to listen to the whole thing, if you already had listened to it, we have some of those highlights on our YouTube channel. So go check those out.
0: Yeah. And another thing to add to that is that so many of our guests have, really great Instagram pages or websites where I was just saying to somebody yesterday that one thing, and again, I don't know if this is true of every other discipline or field because I'm not part of those fields, but I feel like SLPs are so generous with their knowledge and there's not this, I know it, I'm not going to tell anybody else. It's this very much, hey, I've learned this, this is what worked for me. Try it, use it, do it. And that's, I will tell you that go back and look because anybody on here who has an Instagram page is, is I've learned a ton from them just from their Instagram pages or their websites or their create materials. So definitely look at the show notes to find out how to get in touch with any of these amazing guests.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, and also I would encourage, you know, everyone, um, you know, we will be coming back in January with new episodes, and so we already have some of those planned out, Um, but if there's topics that you want to hear more about um, or specific people you want to hear from, um, definitely send us a message on Instagram um and and let us know and we can uh get those lined up for next year which should be exciting and and yeah we definitely have a lot of fun topics and guests so
0: yeah, or you can let us know if you want to hear less from people like Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's
1: that send, random guy? Send those, dr- that- <laughs> send those directly
0: to me. I'll take care of it. Yeah. Uh, no. So
1: I, I expect more fan mail than
0: uh, hate mail. So <laughs> I, te- uh, I kid, I kid. So,
1: And if you really love the podcast, definitely leave us a review on Apple Podcasts because... Um, whether a five-star review or a written five-star review, um, if it's not going to be five stars, feel free not to leave your (laughs) review.
0: (laughs) What about four four and a half?
1: I don't think you can do that. So, um, I'd say
0: four still works.
1: Yeah. So, but, um, but yeah, you know, leaving a review definitely helps out the show and, and, um, lets us know what, you know, you like or you don't like. So, um, definitely encourage everyone to go do that.
0: Yes. And some of the topics that we would love and we're hoping to have more of for this next year are, I know social language is a big topic. I'd love to do more with that. Continuing with our executive functioning and there's still, I feel like we've just barely touched on that and there's still so much to learn there. Um, I think some other things that I'm really wanting to do this year are There's so many just SLPs that have really cool stories and I want to bring them on to just hear their stories and their professional journey and, um, even do some more, um, kind of case studies for this next year where we actually talk with SLPs and break down, here's a case I had, here's what I did for assessment, here's what I did for treatment, just to kind of, I think that's good, um for others to hear us, whether you're a new grad or been doing this for a while. So it just kind of helps you think about things differently. And I learn, have learned professionally more from colleagues or other SLPs than pretty much anybody else, um, any books, any courses, any classes I've learned the most from other SLPs along this, along this road. So we hope that we can do the same for you all. But yeah, and like Jonathan said, please, please, if there's something that you think, because I mean, that was part of our our um, wonderful uh, Laura Baskell smith who spoke on apraxia, who's wonderful. But that came about because one of the listeners said, I really would love to see more on apraxia. So we definitely do listen to those requests and feedback. So don't don't hold back. Let us know. But yeah. But yeah, thank and thank you for all you've done this year, Jonathan. I know it's, <laughs> I know there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that even I don't know what you do half the time. So
1: <laughs> I don't even know what I do half the time. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it is. It uh, it's been a fun, fun year of mm-hmm. creating, you know, lots of great episodes. So definitely looking forward to what we've got going on for next year. So
0: yes, yeah, so. SLPs, or even if you're a non SLP listening to this, enjoy your winter break. That's coming up soon. If you are, whether you're in a school, a a medical facility, wherever, private practice, um, whatever this time of year looks like for you, I hope you are able to have a little bit of downtime and get yourself rested and rejuvenated for 2022. (laughs) Now I got to keep saying it so that I sticks in my brain
1: yeah yeah you're gonna be writing on all your forms still 2021 yeah i so. <laughs> am i am trust me
0: if we still had checks you know i remember it took me a good year uh, to start to i'm like ah but now i yeah. can't remember the last time i wrote a check so
1: yeah i know that back in the good old days mm-hmm. I know you'd always have to be like what's the date what's the date yeah <laughs> or or the
0: grocery store line was real long because everybody had their checkbook out
1: See, I never, that was before my time, checkbooks for uh, grocery stores, so.
0: Every once in a while, you'll still see one.
1: But I would always, uh, yeah, have to use checks for other things, Mm -hmm. but. (laughs) Yep. But now, now it's just digital, so.
0: Yeah, now it's such a (laughs) boop, or. Yeah. It's just (laughs) too easy to spend money these days. Uh, I (laughs) know. And not even know you've done it. So, <laughs> Well, thank you, Jonathan, and uh, thank you, listeners, and I hope you have a wonderful um, next month, and we will look forward to reconnecting with you in January. And that wraps up this episode. Thank you for tuning into SLP Full Disclosure. For more information about this episode, check out the show notes on our website at medtravelers.com slash SLP Full Disclosure. And don't forget to leave us a review and subscribe so you never miss a guest. Are you interested in becoming a travel SLP? Visit medtravelers.com to learn more and explore the exciting opportunities we offer at top-level facilities across the country. Also, a special thanks to Jonathan Carey for producing this episode and Aiden Dykes for the music and editing. And as always, this episode was powered by Med Travelers. See you next time.